by letting go of who you think you are, think, hear the word? Who are you before you started thinking about it? That's what you got to get back to. Now, you know why a lot of us won't do that? Because it feels like nothing. Now here it feels like nowhere. See, I've got my persona. I've got my nice Austrian jacket here they gave me last year. I'm Richard Rohr. I've got my name on books. Uh, all of that, that is what is not me, right? That, that's, that's not substance. That's what we call form. So we call public image. Don't put all your eggs in that basket. That's not you. You've got to find who you were before you had all of those things. But it will be a journey into nakedness. It will be a journey into, use Franciscan language, into poverty. It will be a journey into nothingness, to use Buddhist language, or emptiness. Uh, we're all talking about the same thing. The Carmelites were, were, were describing it so beautifully in all the great mystics. But because it feels like nothing you can prove, nothing you can measure, nothing I can validate and, and show you that I'm better than you, or I'm saved, you know, well, let's not bother with it then. Because huh? it's nothing measurable. It's just relationship. It's just presence. It's just communion. It's just now which ironically and wonderfully is everything, is everything. I see some of our Native Americans here in the front from New Mexico that I know. And it reminds me of what some of the Pueblos told me when I first worked at Acoma Pueblo. And uh, they, would, uh, they were told, I think the Navajos were too, to come out of their hogan or their house in the morning, yes, and just stand silently before the sun and to bring its rays of light and warmth toward you. And here we Franciscans came, we thought we were giving you the gospel, and I hope we were in some ways. <laughs> but you already had it, as you know. Do you think God would have left 99% of the people who've lived on this planet since the beginning of time bereft of God? Do you think he needed to wait, she needed to wait, for, for Judaism and Buddhism and Hinduism and and Christianity to emerge, God would have been very inefficient, right? And, and, and God's victory would have been very small if God would have to announce at the end of history, well, I lost 98% of them, but <laughs> there were a few who were good Roman Catholics and loved the Pope. <laughs> and those I like, right? God is so available and so accessible and so humble and so naked and so simple and so poor and so pure that we miss this God hidden in plain sight. And all the teachings I've given here, all the years I've been here, I think I first came in the mid-70s. I can't think of anything in all those teachings that could be more helpful to you than what I'm trying to describe today. And yet, as you see, it's hard to describe. My words fall down. I don't know how to tell you how to do it. And I know most of you might not even believe it until, as I said at the beginning, you yourself experience. Just don't try too hard. Because if you try too hard, you'll go into your ego. Don't think too much or you'll go into your mind. Right? Listen to reality much more through your body, through your intuition, which is not the mind, right? through your senses, through poetry instead of prose, through the now instead of worrying or planning, either of those. And all I do is offer you this gift and ask you to observe your own patterns in the days and weeks ahead. And then you will know for yourself. You will know the utter humility and availability of God. 
You will no longer believe the gospel. You will know the good news for yourself.